you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Manfulness Podcast. How are you all? Listen, we're going through some really difficult times right now. Um, Here we are in Melbourne and we've been put into stage four lockdown, uh, which basically means you cannot leave your home for most of work um, and only one person's allowed to leave to go get groceries at a time. Uh, Yeah, uh, you know, we've had childcare stopped, um, everything to get this virus down. So it's a very difficult time. Um, even myself, me and Erica had a bit of a freak out because we were like, what the fuck are we going to do? How do we run our businesses? How do we take care of our kids? Um, and you know, once the emotion of it calmed down, we were able to get some solutions on the board and try to work out what was best for us and how we were going to change our lives. And I, and I guess a lot of people are going through something very similar right now with partners being at home or people being out of work and kids homeschooling and a whole range of things. And Honestly, this is this is such a time like never before, yeah? Like people, are, you know, they keep saying is unprecedented times and it, and it really is. I I I think um it it's been a long time since any of us have have come across anything so full on and especially for us in Melbourne, it's our second lockdown and I think that's probably one of the only few places in the world that have been locked down, opened up again and now being back into lockdown and my concern always is about the mental health and well-being of people. We've had suicides jump, people not being able to see their loved ones. Um, you know, there's people that are dying and passing away from this COVID virus and we're not allowed to see them and comfort them through those uh, difficult moments. So it's it's a tremendous time, a tremendously difficult time for many people in many different ways. And uh, you know, my, my focus is always towards men, um, and so trying to offer what I can through this uh, this platform to do my little bit. But, I, you know, I want everyone to know that it's not always easy, even for me. You know, I, I definitely get my days, and I definitely get my moments where I can't be bothered or I can't be fucked or the future doesn't feel so uh, positive. Um, and I think it's important to acknowledge that because, uh, you know, can, you can easily listen to the podcast and go, oh, yeah, you know, they've always got it or Hamish has got it or Hamish and Erica are doing so well. And, uh, you know, and, and we're immune to feelings of despair and frustration and, ang- and anger and, and having arguments, and, and we're not. I think the only difference is that we know ourselves better inside of that and content and can manage ourselves better and get out of it quicker i think the only difference is that we just don't spend too much time there we try to find a solution as quickly as we can or we 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 express our emotions and really feel them and then we try to move through them so that would be the only difference but we're not definitely not immune to it Um, what i wanted to talk to you about today is i think for men out there a little tool that uh, I kind of came up with. Now, I didn't really come up with it. I kind of heard about it and have translated into other areas. And I was watching a documentary, uh, I I believe it's called Psychedelica, which talked about uh, psychedelics like ayahuasca, uh, you know, the DMT molecule and psilocybin and a lot of these sort of plant medicines, these psychotropic uh, um, plants and substances 
that have been banned in the past and banned, uh, you know, in, in previous uh, decades, um, but appear to have some sort of, um, you know, cognitive benefit, medical, medicinal benefits to those that are suffering from trauma or shame or PTSD and a range of other kind of major psychological traumas. And, you know, it was banned for a very long time. And now this kind of this resurgence of this psychedelic uh, world um, and its potential used in clinical settings to help those, you know, particular situations. And now the research is starting to come back and we're starting to relook at these um, particular substances and how they can be used for that benefit. So I watched a really interesting documentary on it. Um, I myself have been really interested and have been through some of that before plant medicine and it has def definitely shaken my life and changed me for the for the better absolutely um, and everyone has their personal opinions on that and that's that's totally cool but I'm not here to talk today about psychedelics I want to talk to you a little bit about what I took from this psychedelic uh, documentary and so when they were talking about the context of using psychedelics um, and how they've been used in the past and maybe why they were considered illegal and banned for the most part um, because of the, you know, the dangers that they can present if, if used incorrectly. And this particular doctor, I wish I could remember his name, but he was talking about the new approach of reintroducing psychedelics as a medicinal product or as a therapeutic product. And he said that there's three factors that come into play to really allow these substances to be um, taken with the right respect, I guess, or taken in the right surroundings so that you can get the best of them from a treatment perspective, but not taking it to the point where it is destructive to you. And I think if you think about a lot of aspects of our lives, many things can be you know, they, they have that famous saying, you know, like too, too much of a good thing can be a poison, you know, kind of those things or um, and, and, and I believe this is those are one of those things where if it's taken in the wrong dosage or taken in the wrong wrong scenario, it can have really dangerous effects. And if it's done properly with the right respect, then it can have a really good influence on us. I mean, back in my health days, they were talking about the benefits of water and even water, how we all know is so important for us, but too much water can actually have a poisonous effect on your system. So he was speaking about the psychedelic plants and, and came up with kind of three things or three aspects of, um, of these particular drugs or plant medicines, which would allow a really good experience. And the three things were the dosage, so obviously how much of the plant medicine you would take, the mindset, so the mindset of the person taking the substance, and the setting. So what was the environment, what were the settings that the dosage was taken? And so those are kind of the three things that the experiment uh, and the scientists were um, adjusting and controlling in order to get the best experience from it. And whether you've had history with drugs or taking recreational drugs in the past, um, I definitely did in my younger days. And I can honestly say those three things, even back then, had a massive impact on the outcome of whatever I was taking for myself and the experience that I had. And I think in most cases, a lot of these drugs, 
the setting, the mindset and the setting and the dosage are out of proportion. And that's why most people will either have a really bad experience and looked at really, and when it's bad, it's really bad, or why some of us have a really good experience. So they were, they were talking about in terms of these particular plant medicines, the dosage, the mindset and the setting. And I thought, what a great idea or analogy for other areas of our lives. And I wanted to take it away from this idea of taking drugs or psychedelics and taking the dosage, the setting and the mindset and applying it to other areas, right? Like our relationship, for example, or having a difficult conversation. Um, And I've actually used this idea with many of my clients. and, And for a lot of them, it's really, really helped them because I think it's a really simple concept and it can easily be used in a variety of areas. So what am I really meaning? Well, I had a client of mine who was who wanted to confront a friend of him that was something that was really important to him, actually quite traumatic for him. This friend had done something to him very traumatic and he wanted to confront them or talk to them about it, you know, get it off his chest to have some healing around it. And I said to him, you need to make sure that the three elements the dosage, the setting, and the mindset are in the right proportion or in a positive proportion if you're going to have that conversation. Because he was asking me, when do I have that? So for him in this example, he wants to he wanted to go talk to this friend. And one of the instances, it went really wrong. So what did he do? He went to a party and he was going to confront this friend about it. He was really angry about it. And not in a good time mind frame of it. And there was a still a lot of emotion about it. So when I said to him, have a look at that scenario. What was the dosage? What was the dosage of your emotion? A lot of emotion. Uncontrollable emotion. Way too much for the circumstances. And he'd been drinking as well. So you can imagine very high elevated emotion. So dosage is way out of whack. I said, what was your mindset going into it? And he was angry. He wanted to punch this guy. He wanted to really let him have it. His head wasn't in in the game at all. Mindset not there at all. And then what was the setting? It was at a family function. It It was at a party where there would be other people. So now you can have a look at what's what's going to be the outcome of that experience. The dosage is way off. His mindset is not positive, and the setting is definitely not conducive to a positive conversation with this person, yeah? And so he luckily made the decision that he was not going to follow through with the conversation. He couldn't do it, and he backed off. And I said, you can see now through those really simple parameters how the outcome of that situation would have been dire. Like that would have ended up in a fight. He probably would have said things out of context or said things with anger. And it wouldn't have maybe even given him the closure that he was probably looking for. And I think this is a really great example of things, of the ways that maybe men deal with their deal with things in their relationships um, or with their friendships or with or, or with work or anything in their life. I think we tend to look at it and make it too complicated, but these really three parameters can really give us guidance about how to approach things. And so back back to the example, what we'd what, what we'd realize that his dosage was obviously the thing that was way out of concept. There's too much emotion, too much anger. And what I've been working on with him is learning how, showing him how to express that emotion, showing him how to understand that emotion, how to calm that emotion, how to heal that emotion, so that he can bring himself to a place 
of a bit more neutrality to a place of a bit more perspective where he can kind of see things from um, different angles so that he can understand the situation a little bit better or with the aim of reducing the emotion that's inside of it. And when I say reducing the emotion, I don't mean pushing the emotion down. I mean really taking the edge out of the emotion, whether it's the anger, whether it's the resentment, whether it's the fight, like all those kind of emotions which can lead to getting making someone go out of control. And it was just to bring him within a range of controlling his emotions and having some intelligence around it and not pushing them down and numbing himself about it, but being able to sit with the emotion and not allow it to escalate inside of him. So we've been working on that. And through the course of many weeks, it's allowed him to really get that perspective over his emotions and to get it to a level where he can understand it a little more. So now the dosage has dropped off. So now that the dosage has dropped off and it's not as much, he is now in more control about setting his mindset around that emotion. So he's allowed himself to address the beliefs that he has around it, address the things that have been said around it, address the things that have happened in the past from a better mindset. And he can look at it in more of a positive light. He can look at it from a more neutral light. Now it's just getting the setting right for him. So finding the right moment or getting the friend at the, at, at the right moment or setting, preferably when he's alone or giving him a call and going, listen, it's time for me to, I want to have a chat to you about something important. And then allowing that conversation or somewhat conf- confrontation to happen. And that's what we've been working on with the client. And we haven't got there yet, but I want to use him because it's a perfect example of how by setting up the right dosage, the right mindset, and the right setting, we can have a more favorable outcome. And it's not to say that he won't get angry and maybe they will punch on and maybe it won't turn out as hoped and maybe that's just what needs to happen. But I think with this, it really helped him understand, oh, I can see now the area in which I need to get under wraps in order to have a better outcome and better resolution for this, which is what he wants. And so to my men out there, I think you can maybe think about where you could apply that same framework to an area of your life. Now, I'm sure many of us have had arguments with our partner about a range of topics. And how often do we go in there with that elevated emotion, with that anger, with that frustration, with the yelling and the shouting? Obviously, that leads to a really poor mindset or we go in there with that poor mindset. And then the setting, you know, often... Maybe the kids are around or, you know, maybe it's at work for you or, or maybe it's it's at a, it's in a moment or it's in a place or an environment where it's not conductive to that person. They're not going to open up and talk and share and express their point of view. And we've been working with a lot of our couples uh, in our couples coaching mastermind about, about communication and about how to get proper communication. And it's so funny how many of our, our, our couples think that they communicate well and for the most part have a great relationship. But when we really showed them how to communicate and communicate effectively, it was amazing what came out of that. There was emotion, there was tears, there was resolution. It was actually quite beautiful to watch when we showed them how to communicate properly. And part of knowing how to communicate properly is getting those three areas right. The dosage the mindset, and the setting. If those three things can come together really well, then you and your relationship can get to a place where really clear, open, effective communication can happen. 
And isn't that the fundamental of all relationships? When I look at all the things that me and Erica have ever thought about, it's usually led back to a miscommunication. A miscommunication of our words, a miscommunication of our expectation, a miscommunication of our values, a miscommunication of what the other person has done or hasn't done. And so if we can work on better communication and more effective communication, 99 or 95% of the issues that we'd find in our relationships, and even our relationships at work or the relationships with our children, also would go away if there was proper communication. And so I offer you this tool. Have a look at your life and have a look at if there's something that's bothering you right now, something where you might have a lot of emotion around or where there's you're not really you haven't got a great mindset around and you know that it's going to lead that you need to have a conversation about it or you need to talk to someone about it or have it out with them. Maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your brother, maybe it's your sister. Maybe it's an uncle or an auntie or somebody in your, maybe it's a work colleague, even more so. Think about how could you apply this framework to that in order to get the best outcome? What do you need to do to get the right dosage of emotion? Yeah, we don't want to be over the top and we're not even saying don't have any emotion at all. We want to get the right amount of emotion. Second part, how do we get the right mindset? How can we get a positive mindset or at least a neutral mindset around the situation? How can you go into that conversation with the right, with your head on? And then what would be the best setting? What would be the best setting for that to happen so that that person feels safe, so that you feel safe, and so that that conversation can actually happen without being interrupted, without being disturbed, with having enough time to actually talk about whatever it is that that needs to be spoken about without being stopped or having to do something else. Um, It can be a real game changer. So I I invite you to do that and try that. Let me know what you think. Um, Like in the world of psychedelics and drugs, you know, getting these parameters right led to a really great outcome. And um, I think we can take that and use it for different areas of our lives. So Let me know what you think. Like I said, uh, try that out. It takes a bit of courage. And if you're really struggling with the emotion side of it, then my my, uh, invitation to you is to get a journal out and write down how you're feeling. Express those emotions on paper. Uh, Byron Katie's book, which I'm a massive fan on, Loving What Is, I highly recommend for all men. She says, "Do, do you battle on paper or do the war on paper? So get out your words on paper. Tell them what you think on paper. And then give yourself a moment to process and have a look at what you've written and what you've said. That's a great way of getting that uh, emotional dosage under control, you know, or getting the right amount of dosage. If you say that to someone, it might be taken out of context. So use journaling for that. Um, When it comes to mindset, always think about what intention you want to set. What's the intention you're going to put in? Do you want the best outcome or are you looking for a fight? Are you looking to punch out? Is, Is your intention to hurt this person or is your intention to find a way through to a solution? Is your intention to get some healing and some clarification out of it? What's your intention when coming to mindset? And then finally, the setting, you know, is this the best environment? Is this going to, is this going to allow us to have a deep, meaningful conversation? Is, are we going to be disturbed? You know, all those kind of factors, give yourself a moment to check in that. And if you can get all of those three lined up, move forward with the conversation. And I guarantee you, you'll have a better chance of resolution and a better chance of um, reducing the confrontation and getting more to the healing and the solution than you uh, would otherwise. So let me know. Hopefully that helps with you with your relationship and all other areas of your life. Try it on. Uh, Message me or DM me on Instagram at Manfulness Men. 
Uh, let me know if it's helped you out at all and um, hopefully that'll get you communicating and feeling better in your relationships and other areas of your life. So I want to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening and supporting the Manfulness Podcast. And as my gift to you, I want to let you know that I am giving away my free mini meditation course. Now, meditation has been an absolute game changer for me. It has changed the way I perceive my world. It has made me calmer. It's made me happier. It has influenced my life on so many ways. And I want nothing more than to share my experience of meditation and to hopefully assist and help you take up this beautiful ancient practice and you know receive the benefits of it in your life so if you're interested you can go to my instagram at manfulness men click on the link in my bio and you can get free access to my mini meditation course or simply go to my website www.manfulness.com.au Sign up from there as well. There's four videos. I go through um, how to meditate, how to set yourself up, the benefits of meditation, and there's a bunch of practice meditations inside of there to get you going and to further your skills in this ancient practice. So that's my gift to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Manfulness Podcast and supporting me. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.